shut that lady up the guy's trying to sing this is episode 297 for april 2014 okay time to tackle two issues of review this month of the main book uh issue number 29 superior spider-man part three of goblin nation mr bailey you've got this one yes um beautiful cover yeah really like the uh, cover of the uh, spider slayer holding both uh Superior Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2099. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the storyline continues, which is a really lousy way to lead off the synopsis. Uh, we have <laughs> we have Menace bringing uh, the oh, uh, well, I know she's supposed to be a little person, but she looks more like a doll uh, in most of the artwork for this issue. Uh, to the pseudo Green Goblin, we have. Uh, Mayor Jameson ordering the use of the Spider Slayers, and we basically, I, I don't know how you guys took it, uh, Gloria quits. Um, yeah. Gives a pretty scathing comment on the way out. Uh, we get to catch up with the Parkers and Mary Jane, and Otto Pete kind of acts like a douche, which we shouldn't be surprised for. Apparently they're trying to exercise whatever the heck happened to Carly out of her. Meanwhile, the Green Goblin calls and uh, makes it rain uh, all up in Otto Octavius' life and probably one of the best sequences I've read in a comic book uh, in quite some time. Absolutely loved this. The two-page spread. It was awesome. Uh, meanwhile, Peter in, in the Mindscape is, is fighting for control. We have uh, Auto Spider, Superior Spider. I don't really. I want to come up with a like a catchy way of referring to it, but after next issue, that really doesn't matter anymore. Uh, I would just call him Auto. Um, Auto goes to confront the Green Goblin, and instead of having Anna, he has uh, Don Lemay's, uh who sounds like the guy that used to you know sell stuff before he was found dead of a cocaine overdose in Florida. Um, <laughs> The schnoz. Hi, I'm Don LeMay's here for... What, anyways, uh, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> um, I, I think I got it. I think I know who you're talking about. Did that, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, Billy, that Mays, Billy, yeah. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. That's who I couldn't yeah. think of the real name. Yeah, So, basically, this dude ends up sacrificing himself for Otto, and that's pretty much it, and would be pretty much it, until the Spider Slayers show up. And then Spider-Man 2099 shows up and a guy goes, I got this, bitches, until the Spider Slayers get taken over by Pseudo-Green Goblin, who is uh, managing to throw off the trail even further by showing Norman Osborn's face on the Spider Slayers, and that's it to be continued. Yeah. Uh, grade. Let's get a grade from you. What do you think? Uh, I'm giving this an A. I loved this issue. I love George. 
What, what's your grade, George? Uh, a. Yeah. I'm going to give it an A also. I enjoyed it quite a bit, too. Let's go over the pros. What's the biggest pro for you, Mr. Bailey? What do you like the most? Um, it's the, exciting. Like, yeah. Things are happening. Like, the storyline has... You know, most of the times uh, these days when you when you read a comic like this, it, it, you know, the story kind of limps along and has like a good chapter and a bad chapter, a good chapter and a bad chapter. I have not read a bad chapter of Goblin Nation. You know, it, you know. The worst part of Goblin Nation was the, the lead up to it. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's just yeah. it was just so exciting. You know, the artwork, you know, outside of Anna Maria was was pretty solid. Events are proceeding at pace. I loved seeing Spider-Man 2099. Uh, so those would be my pros. Pros, George. What, what's some pros for me? Um, all the characters were spot on. I really like Glory's moment. Glory, because that's that's exactly something Glory would do. Would be to walk out on Jonah. J- Glory is a lot like Joe Robertson, and that yeah. she's one of these characters who can who can be used to be the counter conscious for Jonah. You know, that's sort of the angel on the shoulder saying, "What are you doing?" You know. Yeah. So she does yeah. that really well here. Um, I like the artwork quite a bit. Uh, the artwork was really great. Uh, in fact, uh, Cam or uh, Giuseppe Cam, Cam and Coley drew one of the best cars I think I've ever seen. Uh, like I, I, on that, uh, what is this? One, two, three. The, the page right before the uh, the first of many ads. Um, <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. Where they're all getting yeah, out of the car. It's Mary Jane and yeah, um, her uh, her stand-in boyfriend. What's his name? Placeholder. <laughs> and um, you know they're all getting out of the car. Him and Carly are going to hook up after this is all over. Oh man. Yeah. And uh, yeah. No. I, I I remember being. I, I was. I saw that car and I did a double take on it and I was like, it almost looks like a like an ad or something you know, like a car ad. It is that good. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. So I liked it. I, I, you know, the goblin trying to make it personal with Otto was really fun. Um, just, just a really solid issue. And, and Michael's right. I mean, it's it, things are happening. You know, um, that's just a good way to describe it. It's, it's not talky, talky, punchy, punchy. It's like OMFG through the entire issue. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so and yeah, I mean, the, this is one of the other characters that uh, Slot created. Uh, Professor Lamaze or Lamaze or, or however you say his name, he's kind of a throwaway character, but here Slot gives him a reason to have been around in the first place. I mean, it, you know, really, really good. So uh, yeah, I, you know, it's just I got it. I give it an A. At first, I was a little, little perturbed because I thought we were going to actually get more of the uh, fight with the uh, non-Spider Slayers, but uh, that actually comes uh, comes up later in the issue. So I, I was this is one of those moments where I was like, you know. Remember when I said earlier that ninety percent of all comic covers are misleading? You know, this one was. This, <laughs> this one hit it. He had uh, the art. Going back to the art a little bit, those he had two great uh, two-page spreads in here. The one you guys mentioned about destroying Otto's life, and also the two-page spread where it's a, a, a montage of Ox Spider-Man moments, including the one we just did, George, with the Fight Club, mm-hmm. where he rips the arms off. Mm-hmm. I just, I just uh, saw that again. Um, any cons? Let's go over some cons. It's hard to give a con to an A book, but there might be some in here with you guys. Anything? Um, Carly's not dead. <laughs> That's your con every month. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't have one. Yeah. And and that's not me, you know, trying to like gush over this book because you know I, I you know if I don't like something I'll 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 say it, but. You know, as far as wanting entertainment from my comic book dollar, 
I, I got every, you know, every bit of the, the, the four dollars that I paid for it. I mean, it, it, it was, yeah. it was dramatic. Uh, I mean, that scene where Green Goblin is basically just blowing things up. I mean, it, the great thing about that, 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 that spread is that it can be read two ways. You can read it left page and then right page, or you can go across. And both ways work dramatically. Like, you yeah. can go through him listing everything and then going boom, 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 boom. Or you can go, uh, see here, it's isn't it Shea Octavius, the house where you grew up. Boom. Right. Oh, that's the lab where you had your little octopus-related accident. Boom. I mean, it, it's just it was just great. I, I I really I agree. I, I, I hate it. I, I I I know in these things you're supposed to be kind of objective. You know, we're giving reviews. We're going to say you know objectively this didn't work or objectively that didn't work. Everything here worked. Right. Uh, sounds like a bit of con out of you, George. Was the placeholder boyfriend of Mary Jane? Uh, no. I mean, it's just he's he's a gag. I mean, I, there's yeah. nothing serious about the character. I mean, he's just he's just there. Like I said, he's just he's a placeholder. That's all he is. Yeah. Um, a couple things that I thought of the issue. Um, who is behind the Goblin Mask? I mean, why is this character hating on uh, Ox so much? Talk a bit about that. Is there, with with the Ock hatred, does that lead us in any direction of who this could possibly be besides Norman? Well, well, Otto's the only thing. Stand, well, as far as this Goblin is concerned, Otto's the only thing standing in between. Whoever the Goblin is in total domination of New York City, since apparently the Avengers have their hands full. <clears throat> With 15 books, yeah. Well, no, I mean, they're busy. They're out there fighting these random goons that, you know, suddenly the henchmen's, uh, or uh, all the, uh, the villains that Hobgoblin were setting up, you know, as like legacy guys, suddenly they're badass all of a sudden. They can take on Thor. So... Bailey, any direction who you think might be the goblin after torturing uh, Oct this much? I really haven't put too much thought into it because basically yeah. I just want to I just want to be surprised. Uh, I mean, we're would it be a letdown to find out it is actually Norman Osborn? Not really. I mean, yeah. uh, that works just as well as it being another character that's hinted at next issue. Yeah, mm. I don't know. What about you, George? Are you going to be let down if it's actually Norman Osborn? Uh, no, if it is Norman Osborn, I'll be let down because a lot of the dialogue through here should not should yeah. not be Norman Osborn dialogue. What's some examples off the top of your head? Um, just like some of the, the just the the cackling. There a lot, he's had a lot of generic cackling dialogue. That's just mm-hmm. like standard, you know, boilerplate villain stuff. Norman should be exceptional. You know, because he's he's not a, a two dimensional villain; he's a three dimensional villain. So there's been moments in here where, where the Green Goblin has just been a cackling jackass, you know, two dimensional villain. But then there's been other moments, you know, when when they he's stopped doing that and he's actually had a little more meat behind him, a little more substance in his in his yeah. writing. <clears throat> well, I can't, I can't remember the last time we had three A's out of the whole group. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, moving on to Superior Spider-Man number thirty. And, George, you've got this one. Let's sum it up. Yeah, this is uh, by Dan Slott uh, doing the plot, Christos Gage doing the script, and Giuseppe Camicoli doing the pencils. Uh, basically, it's a continuation um, of Spidey, and, or, pardon me, Otto and uh, Spidey 2099 fighting off the, um, what are they now, Goblin Slayers, I guess? Isn't that what they were called the issue before last? 
I think so. And, um, you know, which are now under Norman's control. Um, Spider- Spider-Man 2099 knows that there's a rat, you know, as soon as Otto rushes off. Because Otto finds out that, you know, Anna Maria is now a prisoner, now being held hostage. Uh, and so he, he basically just ditches Spider-Man uh, 2099 to die, I guess. Actually, I, I, that's not a good analogy. He, he just rushes off to stop, you know, to save Anna Maria. I don't think at that point, once he realized Anna Maria was in danger, I don't think he even realized there was a guy next to him. So, right. uh, right. anywho, uh, you know, you, you've got Peter still wrestling in the mindscape with the memories. Um, the Avenger, While the Avengers are responding to... Incidents uh, all over the city. In fact, you do have a panel in here of Thor fighting, you know, some of the hobgoblins' B-list villains. I want to repeat that: of Thor fighting some of the hobgoblins' B-list villains. <laughs> um, this is one of the things that absolutely does not work in this story, and it's why the Avengers shouldn't have been as involved as they were all throughout, you know, the last. I was going to say the several uh, years. Alter- I was going to say the alternative to this is come in and have him save the day. Because I, that does that that doesn't work either. Because I, because once Thor is here, none of this is happening. All this stops. Right. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, it just does. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it's a good you know double page spread, and you know there's a lot of action. You have Iron Man and Captain America responding to Cardiac's lab being blown up, and they're trying to get patients out of there. And Iron Man's like. Oh, I'm shocked at all the illegal activity happening here, and I'm like, wait a minute, weren't you just in there a few issues back? <laughs> Didn't weren't you just helping Flash Thompson and them like a few issues back inside Cardiac's lab, or was I wrong on that? Was that somebody else? Wasn't that Tony Stark? Wasn't that Iron Man? He was there, yeah. So I don't get that. Then you have that's, um, that's one of your cons, I imagine. Imagine. Well, some of this stuff just does. It's so. It's like they're they're wanting you to overlook certain things, and I'm like, dude, this just happened. You know, Captain America says for the 400th time, well, you know, or just realizes, or you realize what this means. We're going to have to go arrest Spider-Man. And I'm like, well, why don't you finally do it, jackass? <laughs> you know, how many times are you going to come out and say it anyway? I, I'm just, I'm being nitpicky right now. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. Jonah has a press conference. He's like, this isn't my fault. I mean, sure, I set these things out on there, <laughs> loose on the city, but it's not my fault. It's Alchemex, and the, to which they immediately go to Liz on somebody's iPad saying. No, and I've got these papers, and they're signed, and you're screwed, and this was all you, and it's a tragic mistake. Basically, she puts the whole thing on Jonah and embarrasses him. <coughs> don't don't forget get about the mask that she's well, I'm, holding. Well, I'm getting to that, but I'm I'm before I get to that, it's making me think that this is one of the we may be seeing the end of Jameson's run as mayor. What do you guys think about that? <coughs> um, I think it's played itself out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what else are you going to do with it? I mean, he's not a Bloomberg type. He's not going to start telling people that they can't have uh, their big sodas or something. <laughs> you know, what is? They go back to being a newspaper publisher or what? I don't see why. It I can't. guess. Yeah. Why not? You know. So. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, then you, then you have Liz uh, immediately after. You know, Normie walks in and, and and she's busy hiding a goblin mask behind her back. Now, our reviewers, yeah. or at least one of them, <coughs> took that to mean that Liz is the, is the goblin. And I'm like, well, I don't know that that's true. I, I this is this could be a, a clever ruse, you know, meant to throw us off the track. And I, I think that's actually what it is. I don't think. Liz I, is the goblin. I was implied that it, she is one of many goblins. I mean, she is a goblin. I mean, it doesn't mean she's nor, the the main green goblin, but she's a goblin. Yeah, I mean, everybody seems to be a goblin. And that I don't know. You see, this is we talk again about dilution. 
you know, about having so many aspects of something that it takes away from, from what the original was. We're, we're, we've already gotten to that point with both Spider-Man and the Green Goblin now. It, it feels like these guys are like generals instead of just, you know, people. You know, and, and I, it's something I wish we'd get back to. I wish we could go back to a time and it was just Spider-Man and one Green Goblin, and it was Norman. But I don't think we're ever going to get back to that. I, I think it's a mentality you have to do it bigger and larger and more explosive, and or you, Hollywood does that. Or you could make it smaller and character-driven. That all, that also <laughs> works when it's done well. You know, go. <laughs> and um, meanwhile, you know, you got Spider-Man... Um, Finally, you know, remembering who he is inside the mindscape, or Spider-Man. You've got Peter Parker remembering who he is inside the mindscape, and I guess this means he he found all the other memories aside from the thirty-one memories. Yeah, uh, I guess they're all back. Because there's got. way more than thirty-one memories here when you count them all out. So yeah. I'm guessing, and he even says, you know, I'm taking it back, all of it. You know, it, it looks like he's returning from heaven or something. There's like this ethereal glow behind him, and when I opened mine up, it was like a Hallmark card, and I heard singing. I don't know about y'all. Did you get a memory uh, sound chip in your book? <laughs> oh, but uh, you know, so it's it's him kind of waving at the people. Hey, you know, uh, I used to have fun and I had family and friends and adventures, and it's mine and this is great, and I'm coming back. You know, of course he's not back yet. Meanwhile, uh, you know, you've got uh, Otto chasing menace all through uh, the subway system of New York trying to rescue what he thinks is Anna Maria before the Green Goblin drives a subway train over her. But when he gets there, it's not her. It's uh, the girl that he saved back in um, an earlier issue. Yeah, the sick little girl. Yeah, that he saved at uh, Cardiacs. Remember, he broke in and stole that, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, God, that that neural device or whatever it was, yeah. And yeah. cardiac's land. and again, I've enjoyed cardiac being here, and I hope cardiac is uh, gets to come back every now and then. I, he's he's actually an interesting character. Um, but anyway, uh, for you know, Otto suddenly is struck, you know, in a classic hero moment. If you know, of well, if I if I don't get there in time, I don't save her. I get splattered by the train, and then you know, Anna Maria dies, and he kind of freezes up. You know, and this is the kind of thing Spider Man, you know, or Peter Parker has had to deal with, you know every other day of his life. So in that one moment, uh, you've got Peter sort of taking over the body, reclaiming his body to do, you know, to make the right move when Otto hesitates. And then at that point, you know, he's really laying into Otto as Otto's, you know, got the little girl and was trying to calm her down. And, uh, but then Otto admits that what Peter is saying is right. And so then Peter, you know, realizes, wait a minute, you can, you know, you can actually hear me now. So they let the little girl go, um, make sure she's safe, and then they rush off to try to find Anne Marie. And the entire time, you know, Otto is Otto's. They have a very frank discussion on this mm-hmm. one page about who they are deep down and about what drives them. And Otto is very honest. You know, I'm arrogant because I know that I'm not the best. You know, and and that I am I am greatly flawed and I overcompensate. You know, but you, deep down, you're guilt-ridden because you know that you're smarter and better than other people. And and he's basically telling him, you need to get over that now so that you can go save people because that's that's the hero we need right here. For Otto to say that is very, you know, it it it, it puts kind of the, the cherry on the top of this whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder how they're going to get back to these two when all this has happened now because you have these two characters mm-hmm. – Realizing one another in a way that they never have before, 
you know. And so, how, how do you get back to, to classic Spidey and Ock stuff after that? Anyway. You have you have Ock forget the whole damn thing. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's the only way you can do it. But um, yeah, yeah. So they they go back to Parker Industries, and um, that's when Otto goes into the mindscape and basically lets all of his life memories vanish. Uh, the happy moments from his childhood, um, the parts where Mr. T beat him. No, it's, I'm just kidding. It, it looks like <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool. Yeah, you know, even the parts where where you know he was doing things to help people and being a hero, and the parts where uh, where you know he had special time with Anna Maria. You know, the one most important thing to him right now, he even lets that go, and apparently he just drifts away with all of his memories. And he's gone, and uh, at the last page, you know, he he sheds a single tear. Peter wakes up in his body and is wondering, you know, why is my face wet? And then uh, suits up. Good that we have an extra, you know, classic Spider-Man suit there in um, Doc's lab. And then uh, it's back. It, you know, Peter's back at the end of it. One issue earlier, I think, than most people had thought. Yeah. That montage of him uh, putting on the boots and the, the glove and the mask, it reminded me of issue 259. Where he just got done with the uh, the symbiote fight, you know, and he he's putting on his suit again, the regular red and blue that mm-hmm. we've missed so much, and uh, he goes out through the skylight. That's just it was an homage for me. That's what made me think of it. Yeah. So what's your grade, sir? Um, I gave this. I gave this. You know, I I nitpicked the shit out of this earlier. You know, but that's mm-hmm. just because that's me, and I that's how I roll. Um, yeah. I'm gonna give it a B plus, but okay. and and here's the here's the thing for me, the reason that. I may be giving it a B plus, and it may be because of my own bias here, in that it felt like this hap- this was a little rushed, and yeah. and a, a lot of the reaction I read to it, you know, after I read the issue, I went and looked at our forums to see what people were saying, and on our board, you know, on our front page, on the reviews that Andrew and that uh, Cylinder had done, and so other people thought that as well. They're like, this feels rushed. This feels rushed, and I'm like, so at first I, I thought about that, but then I thought. Was there any way that they could do this where it didn't feel rushed and wouldn't feel drawn out? By them giving us this one moment, this one crucial moment when you know stuff falls into place and Ock realizes that he's not the one to do this, that he's not the one to do what needs to be done, is, is that all right? Is that natural? You know, is that fine? Um, so I, but it still felt to me like this was a little quick. And I think that's probably because, again, most of us were anticipating this to happen next issue, and not yeah. this issue. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's where I come from. B, uh, B is what you B said. B plus. Oh, B plus. Bailey, what's your grade? Yeah, I'll give it an A minus. I'll give it a B, a B, just a smidge lower. Let's go over pros. Uh, George, you, you said a lot of yours. Any one particular pro that stands out the most for you? Um. That, Glad Spidey's back. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, now Spidey's back, and now the thing that made this book interesting for the last however many was it, however many months, at least a year, what twelve two years yeah. maybe? Has it been two years really? I think no. Oh, it hadn't been two years, has it? Well, it feels like it. It, it, it feels <laughs> like it, but surely it's not. But anyway, the thing that's made this book so unique, and the thing that made this book sell high again, uh, and the thing that made it interesting, is gone now. All of that's gone, and we're back to slot writing Spider-Man, or yeah. slot writing Peter Parker, which in my book he didn't do well before. So well, we've discussed this before. He, he, 
many of us feel he's peaked with this. Yeah, I, I think this is this is his peak, and I don't really think that the, the book's going to be as great. I, I think this was you know the chance to bring in new blood, and that they missed that chance. But uh, anyway, um, the pro here though <coughs> is that when you know you, when you bring Spidey and Ock together, and Otto realizes that Peter's back and he can hear Peter. The way that they open up to one another was really good. I mean, it's so good. It, even Peter's taken back by how Otto is acting. Peter, you know, Peter's he's at one point he's kind of speechless by the way Otto is. You know, by Otto being just so open and honest. And I, I, I did enjoy that moment. I like it when you have those moments. You know, it's almost like you know that that last page in Killing Joke. You know what I mean, Mike? Um, you mean where Batman shares a laugh with a man that just decimated a bunch of people's lives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, what you were talking about, how Peter is a bit taken aback by Ock. As a reader, that's what took me back, and that's what lowers the grade a little bit for me. And I guess this segues to Khan. I want to hear Mike's pro, but I want to get this point out a little bit. Uh, I don't think Doc would give up, I think he is too vain to be this generous and have this much character character growth. I, it just feels a bit off for me. I think he's still too vain. He feel, still thinks himself as superior that he could rescue the love of his life. Even if he's still failing, he's going to go down swinging or trying to manipulate or master plan his way to getting his girlfriend back and not giving up the Spider-Man throne. Uh but what do you th- what do you think? The con the, the pros to me was that uh, Ock reached the end of his character arc with this storyline. He thought he could do it, and ultimately he realized. Now you know people could argue whether it's contrived or not, but ultimately he realized that he couldn't. Which is one of the things I liked about the back half of this issue is that. You know, it's him slowly undoing everything he's been doing for the past 30 or so issues of this title and going a little further back even. And Peter coming back and getting to suit up. I I, I really kind of liked it. It actually makes him go out the hero because he is sacrificing himself for the woman he loves. And, yeah, the Ock of old would probably want to do the master plan thing out of it and would want to come up with the great, you know, way to, to, to be the hero and to save the day. But ultimately he realizes, uh, especially with what happened earlier in the issue that he doesn't have that snap judgment, you know, just dive in there thing that Peter Parker does. And the only way that Anne's going to get saved is Peter. I just think the arc that I know, and I, I gave the issue a B, I, just the arc that I grew up and I know he'd rather burn the whole planet than uh, admit he's wrong or uh, give power back to his arch nemesis. Well, that, the Ock you know, and, and Brad, we talked about this yeah. the other night, the Ock you know didn't just have to be a hero for a year. I know, but I still, I don't think a year a time would change that mindset this much. Now, I'll, I'll take it even further back and say that mm-hmm. the Ock that you know and the Ock that I know and that the, the classic yeah. Ock we're thinking of would never get into Peter's body and then think, I have to be a good guy now. Yeah, well, true. I'll give you that. That point. would never have happened in the first place. He'd have gotten Peter's body and said, oh, my Lord, I just bought myself a new lease on life. And check out this kick-ass body I have. I'm about to right. be knee-deep in chicks and money. Well, he tried that in the beginning of the of the arc. But 
I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, any cons out of you fellas? I thought the art took a step down. Yeah. This issue. I mean, Spider-Man's head looks all tiny on that last page. Uh, but that's that's really my only real con with it. George, any other cons? Yeah, that last page looks a little lanky. He looks kind of like an old man. You know, <laughs> man, he's got like like I mean, like if you're looking at it, if you can look at the you know the the page or you know the splash page where he's saying my turn. I don't know his. Yeah, it looks it looks like he's wearing an adult diaper. First of all, <laughs> look at his midsection, and he's all slumped over. And, and Mike's right, his head's down. It, he looks like it, like he's. Like he's probably eighty or something under the mask. That's funny. All right, I think that's a wrap. Any other discussions you want to do on the book? Nope. I think we're good. Yeah. Any anybody picking up the Black Widow that was attached to this thing? Uh, I like Phil Noto. Uh, Me too. That art is beautiful. Isn't I've it? always liked Phil Noto, but uh, yep. no, I'm not picking up anything. It's not. Did you Did you guys read it? No. No. Um, I I read it. I wasn't that. I, I was on the fence of picking it up originally, and I'm glad I didn't pick it up. The story didn't grab me, but the art was beautiful. So, after New Warriors, I'm real careful. Yeah, about, like, <laughs> stuff I'm going to be picking up from Marvel. Yeah. You know.